All right. This is another edition of the In the Kitchen podcast. And happy National Tight Ends Day, Joey. Let's clap it up. It's our favorite holiday, National Tight Ends Day. Uh, I want it to be clear that on this podcast, I don't want there to be any misunderstandings. We are full supporters of the tight end position, the furthering yep. of the tight end position, the appropriate compensation of the tight end p- position. We are full supporters of this holiday. This is our holiday. If we are, we we might have to start the parade, Joey. Okay. Where where should we hold the parade? Probably it's only George, probably George Kittle's house, if I had to guess. George Kittle's house. I, I was like, going to say Iowa City. Uh, oh, that's actually, thank you for saying that, Joey. Yeah. Yes, it is going to be on Melrose Avenue, there you uh, go. where the Iowa Hawkeyes play sometimes. That's <laughs> a different discussion, though. However, we're watching Sunday Night Football right now. The Eagles are doing things. AJ Brown just had a ridiculous catch. I'm in love with the Kelly Green uniforms. I also want to say that as well. They look uh, great. Amazing weekend just for uniforms in general. Helmets, customized, awesome. Oregon wearing crazy uniforms. That was wild. Western Kentucky, awesome helmets. Like each position group had its own custom helmet. Did you see that? Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. That's I almost I think I'm gonna buy a hoodie. I think really? I'm gonna buy it. They they're selling hoodies of each custom one, and it all goes to NIL, which like <laughs> do I wanna like it's, it's Western Kentucky. Kentucky. I can strengthen up their NIL. It's fine. <laughs> Is, was buy, there I a might specific a, tight end one? Can you buy a tight end one? There was not. No, I think I'm going to go quarterback. Nice. They have one of him doing the high of uh, Big Red doing the Heisman. It was pretty sweet. Is that the running back one? It is the running back one. Nice. It was pretty cool. And the Eagles have scored again. There we go. But we have lots of football to talk. Joey watched some football. That's about a. Uh, I watched a football game this weekend. He watched football. Joey kind watched of. some football. It's okay. Birthday weekend though. Did you have a good birthday? I did. I had uh, lots of family members fly into town. I had my girlfriend in town. Uh, Zach even came to celebrate for a little bit. He did. Uh, noticeably absent. Can noticeably we absent as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, not so much football as I would like, but I did get to watch Auburn football, so that was good. Yeah, it is convenient. I mean, I have shown up after every single game, and my team has lost, and faced the music here. On this show, mm-hmm. Zach nowhere to be found. <clears throat> yep. Well, uh, it's because Alabama won. Zach Grant. Oh, he's too busy. He he's, partying. he's he's smoking cigars with Nick Saban right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That that's yep. my my mistake. My bad. Uh, let's start off with college football. Let's get into it. All right. Because this weekend had a lot of chaos. Had a lot of weird things. Well, we're gonna start with the biggest game of the morning: Penn State at Ohio State. Penn or Ohio State comes out of the victory 20 to 12 and i just want to say tip of the cap to the big 10 for just big 10 and up the Mm. biggest game of the year so far in the conference (laughs) kudos this game was like six to three forever there was just nothing happening for so long uh kudos brilliant very nice people think too it's like the the west they're like every every game stinks whatever right they're like okay cool and it is perfect too because the West, I think all the games were 3 3 for like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Every nice. single game was single Grant's digits dream, at halftime. Dream it was, Saturday. It was beautiful. I, I wish I had it on every screen. I was at a game, so I didn't get to see some of them, but it was beautiful. But it's even too, even when the big juggernauts are playing each other, two national title contenders, it's still just a slugfest <laughs> of just 
bare knuckle boxing, gritty football, running the ball, lots of defense. People are expecting it to be 45, 50. No, it's like 10 to six for the entire game. It's not changing anything. And it was beautiful. Can I say it was beautiful? I enjoyed the hell out of this game. It's beautiful. If you like unders, this one was a good weekend for you. This was a beautiful display of awesome defense. And even when there was big scoring plays, Penn State had a uh, defensive uh, touchdown that was taken away early in the first quarter. It got taken away. Even the refs were like, we cannot allow this game to have too many points. That was too crazy. All right. The audience is not ready for that yet. All right. We can't unleash all the points right now. (laughs) We can't do that. That would be insane. Or this game. Ohio State ultimately pulls through. And this is what I said when we were previewing the show, Joey, when you were golfing. Mm -hmm. Like, how many times do we have to watch Penn State show up to play a top five team, show up to play these big games against Ohio State or Michigan on the road and never get it done? Like, I couldn't, this is my own personal victory lap taking right now. I couldn't believe with all the history and everyone was still taking Penn State in this game, knowing how much they have punched you in the face before with all this. And they're still showing up and be like, hey, you know what? Today's the day James Franklin figures it out. Sure, the 18th time is when he's going to get it. No, it doesn't happen. They're missing that dog. They're missing it. Can Penn State still beat Michigan? Yes, they 100% can't. It's just cutting in this game on the road. I just couldn't believe it. Um, And it showed here. Uh, the Ohio State defense totally locked down the Penn State offense. Drew Eller said he sucked in the uh, post-game press conference, which mm. I appreciate the honesty. And I feel bad, too, because everyone now is like, oh, Drew Eller stinks. He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen. I was like, he's 18 or 19. He's really young. This is his first like big major game of his career. And we're already like giving up on him where he's had he's played pretty well before. Yeah, sure. He's probably not going to win the Heisman now. Like, that wasn't going to do it for him. But was he going to win the Heisman anyway this year? Probably not. Like, he's going to come back next year and be totally good. Like, it's okay. It, relax yeah, it's on, on this guy. He'll be fine. He just played a top five defense in the country, and he didn't even get blown out. He did fine. And a lot of people were playing the play calling, too. I think it was just a mix of things with Penn State. I think it was a mix of getting outclassed by how good Ohio State's defense is this year, which hadn't really gotten the recognition it had needed heading into this game. Like, I think everyone thought, like, oh, they're sleepwalking again, which, like, has kind of been the Ryan Day formula of the whole, like, Ryan Day's thing now has been, like, lulling everyone into a false sense of security and then striking. He's pulling a Chiefs. He's doing he the is. Chiefs move. Okay. He is pulling a Chiefs, except the Chiefs beat their rivals every single time, that um, unlike Ryan Day at Ohio State. Ooh, but, yeah. Boom. Let's get that yeah. one. <laughs> Be here all week, guys. I got some, by the way, I wrote down some Self jokes. Burn. I got a couple of jokes I wrote down here. They're bad. Oh no! I got script scripted jokes. Ready. You're your script writing these now. Oh yeah, they're coming. They're going to come here in uh, a little bit later in the show. But I I wrote down some scripted jokes. I was sitting there on my phone uh, last night, and I was oh, like, no. "Oh, I got these locked and loaded. Oh, and these no. are some good ones." <laughs> I never bring scripted jokes, but these ones were so bad. I'm looking forward to it. That I had to bring them. I was like, "Joey's going to get a kick oh, out gosh. of this." One. This one's going to be good. Uh, but Ohio State ultimately shows how good they are. Once again, is Penn State bad? No. Like Penn State's probably can still go eleven and one. They're at worst going to be ten and two, and be still probably a top ten team. 
Like yeah. as crazy as that's a good team. Like it's just what it is right now. Um, I don't know what the answer is for Penn State to get over this hump of beating uh Ohio State or Michigan right now, but it's really all that is stopping them from winning think, a national title. Um, it is the what they need to thing. do is change up their mascot, get them out of these pajamas, get them a real mascot uniform. Mm, okay. That thing is ugly. I hate it. I hate looking at it. What about like a live mascot? There you go. Get a real Nittany Lion. Neil, Neil the Nittany Lion. Yeah, get him in there. Change up get of culture. That guy in pajamas uh, out of the off the field. Get him out of there. I, I don't like that either. Thank you. Uh, it's like a it's like a weird Halloween costume. You know those like bad seventies Halloween <laughs> costumes you'll see, where it's yeah. like, who the hell was wearing that? The thing is terrifying. That is the Penn State. That's mascot. what that is. It's yeah. a little weird. Penn State though, I still have kind of my hopes up when Michigan comes out. Now Michigan has looked like a unstoppable killing machine lately mm. like penn state's gonna be on the road uh could be tough but it, it there's a good chance it might end up looking like this where it's like close and then they, they just when it ultimately comes down to like who's better the wheels kind of fall off in the second half and that's what happened you saw here like it just as the game progressed like Ohio State kind of warmed down and they were eventually able to push through and like uh and put more points on the board so that's kind of ultimately what ends up happening here Ohio State in the big picture, I think there's a decent chance right now we're heading towards a similar look to last year where let's say Ohio State and Michigan, only one of those teams can play in the Big Ten Championship, right? One of those teams is probably going to be 11-1 and to finish the year. And this is all probably, right? Maybe I don't know. Yep. Maybe Ohio State loses to Rutgers. I don't know. Could happen. Or did they already play Rutgers? Maybe they lose to Wisconsin next week. We don't know, right? Maybe Maryland beats Michigan. We don't know yet, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think whoever loses that game is probably going to sit at five, probably. And then they might need another like Oklahoma or a Pac 12 champion with a one loss to lose. And then they get in before. Like, I think that yeah. after this game, I'm like, there's still a very real chance that a one loss Big Ten East team who didn't make the Big Ten Championship, gets in to the college football playoff again. And it requires some cannibalization. Like last night, Arizona State beating Washington would have been it. That would have been <laughs> that would have been money. That would have been the end of that, yeah. That would have been perfect. But uh, Ohio State and Michigan should have been cheering for that. But I think it's barring one of those things, like if everyone's undefeated, everyone's undefeated, sorry. But like I think if there's even some one-loss conference champions, like they might still put in the one-loss Big Ten East champion. Because they look so good, yeah. I think we could be heading towards that again. And honestly, I couldn't. I wouldn't even blame them. I wouldn't even blame them for it. Because like this defense is that good. Michigan's whole team is that good. I think Michigan's backups probably would have a chance of winning some of these conferences. And holy cow, like they have absolutely throttled everyone. Uh, So I think that that's potential. That's kind of what was my big picture of this game. It's like this could happen. This is very realistic. It's just a look into the future. The future of what? College football. The uh, oh, this how, January. Okay, thank you. Uh, the yeah. near future. Yeah, I was like, I mean, Joey, like Ohio State, Michigan have been good historically for a very long time. <laughs> this is a look into the past and future, and probably for yeah, future. Yeah. All right. This is just what we're stuck with. Next game. Oh, by the way, Marvin Harrison Jr. might win the Heisman Trophy. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Future Denver Bronco. Future Denver Bronco Marvin Harrison Jr. With 
Uh, so Caleb Williams probably eliminated himself from it this weekend. Drew Aller eliminated himself from it. I thought maybe if Kyle McCord played really well, he could put himself in the discussion. But Marvin Harrison Jr. ended up being really the MVP of this game. And I think launched himself forward with that uh, performance itself. And in a year where a lot of QBs have kind of been all over the place, like she, Michael Penix Jr. did not play very well yesterday. Like it was at one in the morning, but it still counts. All right. That's, that's still how that works. And I like JJ McCarthy is the favorite right now. If he goes 12 and 0, he's going to win it. That's just the, that's just the, the fact of the matter at this point, mm-hmm. unless uh, Michael Penix Jr. goes out and reclaims it himself. But like a Marvin Harrison Jr. could very easily just get an invite to New York. And like it's similar to like a Devontae Smith year where like the quarterbacks all had like at least one loss and everyone's kind of okay. And you have this stud receiver who's played 12 near perfect games. Like you might, he might end up scooping the award and just sneak it because he's been playing so well. And it's good too because, uh, I feel like the first three weeks everyone's like, where's Marvin Harrison Jr.? Like we haven't even heard from this dude. And now recently he's just totally boosted up. Yeah. So good for the Broncos. Congratulations, Denver Broncos. Good luck on the Broncos. Congratulations for the Denver Broncos for winning the Penn State versus Ohio State uh, 2023 matchup. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. SEC football, Joey. Tennessee at Alabama. Interesting game for sure. So Tennessee gets up in this game. I want to say 27 early. And then Nick Saban works his magic with the officials to <laughs> boost his way. Over all this game went from 20 to seven all the way up to 34 to 20 within no time. Uh, oh Alabama was down like crazy and ended up covering a nine spread with, with relative ease. Uh, crazy stuff from them. I, Tennessee, it's just it's not the same team. I know the refs <laughs> did not help at all, um, but it's just not it's, it's not the same. This is a good team, it's just not a great team like last year. It's just the yeah. fact of the matter. Boy, Alabama, though, at home has been really weird this year. Uh, really struggling. I don't know why. If Alabama could just put a complete game together, they're probably like the number two team in the country right now. If they could just put together two halves of football. Yeah. It's that simple. Uh, but they haven't, and that's why they're here right now, and that's why everyone kind of doubts them still. And that's why I'm a little concerned sometimes. Like, if this team was playing Georgia tomorrow in the SEC championship, I'd be like, Ugh. I don't know. But you could also get some superstars out there for absolutely no reason for a it's whole true. game. Like it you just Alabama. never know. Like it's full of four and five star recruits. It's like, they're obviously good. And there's when they need to out athlete teams, they're going to be able to do it in the end. And that's how Alabama's kind of formula successful lately. Like when they need a stupid play, like pretty much any other starters can do it at any time. Uh, But ultimately, Joey, are you going to be mad at me? I have some news for you. What's that? I placed a future on Alabama. You, you are different in my eyes now, Grant. I must say, I did. I look upon you differently now. Because this team is just—they're—they are the T one thousand right now. They do not go away. They are Terminator. You cut cut a head off, and they somehow come back with two heads. I don't like it. I don't like it either. But That's if I'm gross, it's not my rival. <clears throat> so, like, like let's say like Nebraska or Iowa State was doing this stuff, I wouldn't do it. Right. But if it were my rival, it's not my rival. So I'm going to be like, uh, if they're going to do the scary Terminator thing and rip through the season again, I'm just going to place the future on, see what happens. That's okay. Respectfully, I hope you lose your bet. Honestly, I, I would be happy. if <laughs> I will gladly lose it for Auburn to win the Iron Bowl. Does that make you feel better? I'll take that. I'll take that. And I know, I know Zach pro- wouldn't say the same thing. Here's what I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to just 
take Auburn in the Iron Bowl <laughs> and win win. It's like it pays for Can't itself. Lose. Yeah. It pays for itself. There you go. There we go with that. Uh, people were being really weird about Nick Saban smoking cigars after the game. It's like, hey, uh, it's a tradition. When did we forget about all these? Like, did, did everyone forget that they do that Relax. at this game? Tennessee wins it one year, and they forget that Alabama and ten, and they forget that people smoke cigars after the game. Come no on, comment. Man. It's twenty twenty three. Let let the people smoke hey, it's cigars. It's twenty twenty three. Our want. coaches smoke cigars. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. We didn't go through all this. We didn't go through <laughs> hard work to not smoke our cigars. Okay. Exactly, Grant. Ridiculous. Uh, but I think Alabama might sneaky be really good. Is it sneaky though? They're Alabama. Well, they are 11. And they are uh, outside of the top 10 right now. Or they might be yeah. number 10 right now. I think they sneaked back in. They were number 11 at the time. But like, I feel like everyone's pretty much crossed them off from the national talk discussion. Or I think this could be a situation where, if you remember, when they got back into the playoff in 2021, everyone thought they were going to get smoked by Georgia in that yeah. SEC championship game with one loss. And they went out there and beat the hell out of Georgia. Um, yep. I'm. It feels similar. It feels kind of the same where everyone wrote them off early. And then it was like, this team's still pretty good. Uh, I don't think this is the best Alabama team ever. Like if they ended up losing and not making it, I would not be surprised. They have some tough games like going to Jordan Hare uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. That could potentially be very scary for them. Yeah. But it is, it's not going to be the, the, it wouldn't be the craziest thing ever if they made the SC championship. And then like 12 and one, like, like Alabama is going to have a chance against Georgia on a neutral side this year. Like they just are. It's true. It's a good point. Like they'll probably be under, uh, probably be underdogs, but they'll have a chance. Georgia showed some weaknesses, at, and, and that's and, even that's even if, by the way, Georgia. I mean, we get, we'll talk about it later. But if scary thought, if Florida uh, beats Georgia, by the way, this weekend they'll be in control of the SEC East. Graham Mertz will be in control of the SEC. Oh my gosh! This weekend, <laughs> so there's that. It could be, it, we might be talking about if they play Georgia, it might not even be Georgia. We don't <laughs> even know. Uh, now, granted, uh, Georgia does have two weeks to prepare for Graham Mertz, which I'm thinking will be fine, but we don't More know anymore. Enough right? it's, it's college football. It's crazy. Next game, Joey. Utah, USC, which is five years ago, I want to say this. This is one of my new favorite rivalries. Uh, disappointing that they're probably never going to play each other again after this year. Yeah, that's tough. Can, can we... One of these teams has to go to someone's conference, all right? And that's what I'm deciding. Either USC needs to go to the Big 12, or Utah needs to go to the Big 10, or they just do like, this is our week two every year we play. I could see that. All right, or, or it's like Florida and Florida State playing uh, week 13 every year. It needs to be right. like one of those. These Let guys need to play it. each other all the time. Or at least Cal Whittingham needs to be in a room with Lincoln Riley at least once a year. <laughs> Maybe a boxing match. And then, or they need to play like chess or something. And Cal Winningham just needs to absolutely outclass Lincoln Riley every year, just to remind them, like, <laughs> hey, I still got it, man. I own you. Yeah. I absolutely own you. They need to play some sort of chess match, some sort of game of Mario Kart, anything, poker, some jacks. I don't even know how you play jacks. <laughs> something they need to do. Because uh, in this game, I mean, this was a absolute Cal Winningham masterclass. He was doing. I don't know if you saw it. He was calling. Um, USC was trying to run hurry ups, and he he just totally pulled him out of it because he would sub his biggest uh, defender off, and they can't snap the ball. 
Yeah, it just it would t- chew up as much time as possible. Uh, it was even leading to like it, USC was having to burn timeouts. Lincoln Riley was totally pissed. They might change the rule because of that. Uh, there's a lot of rules that should get changed after this weekend, but this is might be <laughs> one of them. Uh, but it's hey, it's in the rule. Like he's totally allowed sure. to do it. And uh, that's just again, it's like Kyle Whittingham. I don't know why we write this dude off all the time. Like this team has a backup that's quarterback right now. Cam Rising's out for the season, although we've reported officially. That he, he is officially out. Kyle Whittingham said he's out, but okay. I still think. The next four or five weeks, we're probably going to say he's playing because that's what we did the first few <laughs> weeks. Like we showed up weeks one through four and be like, hey, this is Cam Rising probably coming back. Hasn't seen a football in a long time. So not sure. Uh, hope he's doing OK. Hope he recovers. Yeah. Eventually we can see him in the NFL sometime. But it's not if Cam Rising's not playing this year. Instead, we got Barnes. I believe it is Bryson Barnes, who's like serviceable. He yeah. works. He's getting and it he, done. He made the big plays in the big moments, too. He had that big run at the end of the game that pretty much sealed it for him. Like, he is he as good as Cam Rising? Probably not, but, like, was Cam Rising really amazing? Also, probably not. Like, Cam Rising wasn't going to be a first-round pick, but he was serviceable. He was good. He was able to get these big wins where it's like he just didn't really make the big mistakes. Yeah. And ultimately, that's enough to beat a USC defense that has giant holes in it all the time. Swiss cheese. Some might say Swiss cheese or a sieve, as the hockey community would call it. Ooh. I think that, like, was the USC defense a little bit better this game? At times, I think yes. I think it was a little bit better. I'm like 14, 14 at halftime. That should be a walk in the park for USC. That is great. You were down twenty-one nothing, pretty much instantly to Arizona. Right? That that is vast improvement. And I thought too in this game that USC was going to do better because. I thought it was going to be similar to like coming down that last position. Utah has really struggled to score this year. And I thought like, okay, USC is probably going to be able to just get the points anyway to kill Williams craziness. And they still like, they, they kind of got the kill Williams craziness and their defense still couldn't get a stop against Utah. Who doesn't really like scoring? Man. In, it's guys. Like, crazy stuff. Alex Grinch. I just don't understand it. I like, I don't understand how you have all these recruits just to still do this. Uh, I saw Lincoln Riley has the same record, by the way, right now that uh, Clay uh, that Helton had for uh, Lincoln Riley as well. So USC is basically in the same spot again. They just have another Heisman Trophy. Uh, that's where we're at with USC right now. Lincoln Riley, though, I mean, this dude, like, we're we sure he's a really good coach. Are we sure? Are we sure he's one of the the great coaches? Like, I think he is. A good coach. Like, you don't win as many games without, without and develop quarterbacks like this without being a good coach. But, God, in these big moments, he <laughs> seems to always screw it up. Like, I don't get it with this guy. I mean, holy cow. Uh, USC, their title hopes are over now. But Utah, I mean, Utah can easily find themselves in the Pac-12 championship. They got a tough game against Oregon next week, which will be mm-hmm. interesting. But, like, the way Utah does this stuff, like, if they pull it out, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I could see it. Was that three in a row? Pac-12 champions? That would be three in a row. They would yeah. absolutely dominate the uh, Pac-12 for its final years. Uh, Utah now is 3-0 versus Caleb Williams. It's his ultimate kryptonite. Utah. And, like, Caleb Williams, everyone's giving him crap. Like, I don't even think he played that bad. Like, I just don't think it was enough. I don't think he was getting any help. Uh, the, like, the Utah defense is really good. Um Everyone's like, oh, like, this is going to hurt all of his track stuff. No, it's not. He's going number one. Unless he loses the next, uh, they lose out, which isn't going to happen. 
Like he's not going anywhere. And then people still remember how good he was. Yeah. He's still going to be fine. Uh, people are There's still going to be... take going around on Twitter that he should just sit the rest of the year. That's stupid there's too. no Heisman or playoff contention now. So I thought I that was terrible. That's a horrible that guy take. needs to go to bed. I think there's only like eight teams that are undefeated right now. I think there's uh, even fewer that have one loss on the season. Like, so you're saying like a hundred teams should just not play anymore. <laughs> right. Like, what are you talking about? All right. Like you don't, you don't get to where Caleb Williams is. You don't get to division one football with that attitude of like, I'm just going to sit out five more games, four more games, whatever it is. Like that, that's not, that's not bad, realistic. Bad take. I understand like the bowl game sitting out. It's like, okay. Yeah. But it's like, there's still stuff to be made here. Like USC cares about beating UCLA. They care about winning these other PAC 12 games. Like he's not just going to set them out. Uh, and if he is like, I don't know. NFL guys might not like it. I feel like yeah. it's kind of weird. Uh, so there's that. But the Pac-12 is just Pac-12ing so much. It is absolutely insane. Cannibals. The, it's really working. Uh, <laughs> oh, what happened in baseball? It, when did it get 9-2? to two? Oh, What wow. happened? That was, that that was, was close. Quick. Like, <laughs> that was 4-2, was to two, like, three minutes ago. What happened? I don't know. There's, I... I wasn't paying attention. We'll get to baseball later. Five run nine, top of the ninth. Last ranked game, Duke at Florida State. Uh, this one, I don't know. How I feel so. I kind of, I kind of like Florida State. I just want to say, like, I'm kind of rooting for them right now. I don't know. I just woke up this year and I was like, I kind of like Jordan Travis. Like, I'm kind of pulling for them a little bit. I like Keon Coleman. That guy's cool. I really, I if Keon Coleman wins a national championship, it's a Big Ten title. Fun fact. There you go. There you go. He's going to be a great Bronco. One day, <laughs> he's gonna help. He's gonna help lead the Broncos to a Super Bowl. Keon Coleman, I hope great so. guy. But it's also too as much as I hate Duke basketball. Like rooting for Duke football was kind of fun this year too. So it's kind of like I just want to see a great game, and it was Joey. It was a good. It game. was an amazing game for Tell so long. It. Tell me about it. So Duke was up twenty seventeen for what felt like a good amount of time, and it was like, wow, this is really close. Like. Duke has been Riley Leonard came in for a little bit and then was switching out the backup. Um, and the backup's not horrible, but he's definitely not as good. Uh, so he was sustaining it. It's like, oh shoot, okay, let's um, like Duke, like let's let's make it crazy. And then Florida State just kind of woke up at one point and was like, hey, um, we are so much better than these guys right now. <laughs> like, like Duke has a really good defense, but like we have potentially one of the better offenses uh, in college football right now, and we're like they're injured and we're not. So that like Florida State in the fourth quarter just absolutely ripped them apart. Like they went from no shot of covering this game to covering it easily. Totally wild stuff. Uh, Duke, it, it was a shame. You could tell Riley Leonard really wanted to come back into. They had the shots of him yeah. running up down the sideline, testing the uh, testing the three step drop, and he just it's it, it, he's just not healthy. It's just a shame. Yeah. Uh, and the backup, like he's trying his best, but it's, it's Florida State out there. Like they're good. Their size is unbelievable. Like, that defensive line is huge. They're Big massive. Fellas. Like, there's nothing he can really do about it. Um, it sucks too, because like, I really think if Riley Leonard's healthy, like, this is a really close game. It was for a long time without him. Uh, like, it, it's just gonna be like the what if right now with Duke until Riley Leonard's healthy. Because like, God, yeah. this team was fun. It was good. Uh, and not that I was like rooting against like at Florida State. Like I said, like I'm kind of pulling for him. Like if Florida State's in the playoff, I mean, I'm gonna be like, like Big Ten all the way, but also like Florida State. I mean, hey, honorary like Big Ten. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Give uh, him the title. Yeah, let's see. I mean, we, uh, rumors 
could be there. Like, you know, maybe I got a, um, you know, it's like a recruiting visit. They want to see, <laughs> they want to see how, how Grant pulls for his teams. And it's like, okay, well, you can watch I'm me there. cheer on the big 10 team. And then also like, Hey, maybe Florida state's playing Alabama. I'm like clapping it up for him. You know, I, ca- <laughs> I cashed out the future. I put a new Not one on Florida head. state. I'm clapping it up. <laughs> see what happens. But geez, Florida State is really good. And it's this was the last kind of like scare on the schedule. I'm sure they're going to do something stupid against Florida uh, the last week of the season. I'm sure that yeah. game's going to open up at like four and be like t- 20 to 20 at halftime for no reason. Graham Mertz of uh, like 500 yards in the first half. Just stupid stuff. But I, I think Florida State should be good. And then you saw North Carolina lost this weekend, too. So like the ACC is kind of all roads leading towards Florida State right now. Um yeah. Like again, is it locked up? Like in college football, no, not really. But it's it's helping. Their path is there. It's 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 opening up for Weird. them for sure. Yeah. Uh, but this was just too Jordan Travis. I mean, <clears throat> he was like there's ball. There had camera angles of him throwing the the cameras behind him, right? And it's kind of like a POV, and he's throwing balls where it's like two defenders are crossing, and he puts it like just in between them to a, a receiver you can't even see. Who's like eclipsed oh by the defenders, and it's like just falling in the receivers' arms. The crazy throws, um, like you can't even see them. That's where, like, I mean, I like I we we talk about this stuff. Uh, we we talk about football all the time, but like, holy cow, I would never be able to do any of this stuff. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, do you think you, you if you were the quarterback of Florida State, do you think you could complete one pass? Has to be beyond. Yeah, just throw it to Keon be, Coleman. Has to be be okay. Good point. Yeah, just throw it I to think Keon I could. Coleman. Yeah, uh, just drop back, throw it to Keon Coleman. Good point. College football, though, college football a lot this weekend. Do you want to talk about Auburn? Because I'm about to get pissed, Joey. <laughs> okay, I'm about to get real fired up and pissed. I'll open uh, it up with some. You Auburn go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. Yeah. Did they play um, this weekend? Oh wait, we I bet on them, and I was pissed. Go ahead. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. Yeah, man. Auburn played this week, 6 p.m. game, night game. It was a uh, it was a fun fun atmosphere. But I wanted to see some more fight out of the boys. This was Hugh Freeze's old old team. We played Ole Miss, and I just didn't see any fight from our guys. I, I don't know. I don't know if you got to watch this game. I don't know if you felt the same way. Um, but there was something going on. I just did not like our game plan, what we had going on. Our offense is really bad. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have receivers. Uh, Jarquez Hunter is our only life, and he had a pretty decent game uh, when he got some space. But man, it was it was tough. It was really tough. I want Hugh Freeze to recognize that Jordan Hare is going to be electric every single home game. He needs to stop being so astonished and just just go play football. It's it's going to be awesome every time, Coach. Just go play some football. Okay, we're gonna help you as much Come as on, we coach. can. Stop, yeah. stop being so amazed you got by the this, atmosphere coach. in Jordan Hare. Use it, to, use it to your advantage. If you're What's so amazed, it? it's also not the first time he's ever played Jordan Hare before. I know, but he, he all every time he's, I don't know if he's trying to compliment us or whatever, but he's just astonished every single time at the atmosphere in Jordan Hare. And he, and he shouldn't be. He, he should know, and he should use it. That being said, um, I'm gonna say it again. I am excited for a future. We had some five stars in the house tonight, according to Twitter. Um, we did have some decommits last week, uh, which hopefully means we have some new commits this week or in the upcoming weeks. 
And so the state of Auburn football in my head is um, looking forward to next season. Hopefully we can get a win in the Iron Bowl. But other than that, it would have been nice to get a win here. It it, really I, nice. We it do need an really SEC cool. win. We even really even if you like guys went SEC. like five and seven, but it's like we beat Ole Miss. Oh, it's like yeah. you can just hold on to that. Yep. It was on the day of my birthday, too, and that's really all I wanted was a win. Did they I know that? Anything. I thought I, I tried to make it clear. I was did yelling you DM the Twitter account? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> you were yelling uh, at him? I was yelling at him. Just, from the top let's deck. make some Auburn fans. <laughs> let's get on your feet and make some noise. It's my birthday. <laughs> Please win. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday, yeah. guys. Some disappointing stuff from the offense. Defense played pretty decent. Um, held Jackson Dart in that offense to how many points did they score? Oh, not that many. 28. No, that's not that many. Four touchdowns. Anyways, that's, I mean, Auburn football. I, I, Looking I, forward I, to 2024. I'm a, I'm a Big season. Ten West guy. That's, that's a substantial <laughs> amount of points. No, well, at the, it was funny at the beginning of this game, it was 14 to 14, and it was like forever. Halfway through, like I haven't seen Auburn score fourteen points that quick in a long time. I was like, "This is gonna is this gonna be an offensive shootout? Are we gonna score some points?" I was like, "We got it, dude. We're golden. It's It's happening." That was brutal. If you had that, that's not good. Oh, it was devastating. Um, I was so mad. I was I was really hoping Hugh Freeze is gonna be like, "Dude, what if we what if we go for two here on that last (laughs) touchdown?" And here's what is more mad too is that Auburn. I genuinely believe would have tied the game up if or they would have covered it. If they didn't, uh, Peyton Thorne throws an interception in the end zone. That just wasn't an interception. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other thing. I know we should not have won that game. We did not play well enough to win that game. But golly, there was some terrible officiating in this game too. There was a lot there of officiating this weekend, George. Yeah, the whole weekend. I know that. I know that might be a theme, Grant. And I, I can't complain compared to what you had to go through. Might be. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, there was some not good officiating going on as well. And that made me upset. No, that was a the that was a horrible pass um by Peyton Thorne, just frankly, Joey. If we're just calling yeah, that was a big we're just call, calling balls and strikes here. Um if you're, if you're gonna claim the good, you gotta claim the bad too. That was I'm a big cl- 10 pass. I know. <laughs> it it was not the best pass I've ever seen. How about that? <laughs> okay. It was not as good as the Patrick Holmes incompletion in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Right, it was not the uh, best pass ever. The one that made the hundred best plays of the year. Yeah, it was an incompletion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, what a stupid sport this is. Yeah, that's <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Yeah. What are we even talking about? Oh, but like the ball is so clearly loose on that interception, and I saw it too, and I was like, "Oh my god, we're done!" And I was like, "We have life. This is good. They're going to kick a field goal here, and then we're going to go score a touchdown, and we're going to cover this spread." And they give it to him. And I genuinely think that that was that that robbed us or that robbed me, at least. That was also a point. Um, fans were upset. Fans were leaving. Tide totally have. changed. I don't understand. I want to get this off my chest. Oh, go ahead. Speak. How can we score 14 points in the first quarter and then don't do anything the rest of the game except with one minute in the fourth quarter left? We decide to go down the field, march right down in 30 seconds and score. God, it Why always feels the rest feel, of the game. It feels like that always happens. What are we doing? Why didn't you call those plays 35 minutes ago, Philip Montgomery? You could have done that all game if you wanted to, apparently. Dang. Why? Why with one minute left know. in the game, you decide 
We had 26 passing yards. Can you even hear me? 26 yes, passing yards. I'm, I'm listening. What? 26 passing yards until that final drive. Oh, you want to talk passing yards. <laughs> you want you want to stat off, Joey? You want to stat off? You I don't know if I stats? want that. <laughs> you want to stat yeah, off? I'm complaining to the wrong guy right now, but okay. <laughs> 26 <laughs> passing yards is unacceptable for Hugh Freeze offense. That is. It's not okay. What are we doing? Let Hugh fire Philip Montgomery. Let Hugh Freeze call the plays. Let's change it up, Auburn. Let's be better. Be better, hey, please. I, I have... A new segment for you, though. Okay. It's called uh, Hopeful Stats. <laughs> All right. Stat for you, Joey. They show this on screen. 20%, and that's a lot for this, by the way, of SEC coaches who have coached at two SEC schools have won a national championship. And it's 25%. Oh. Or no, it's 20 still. Hold on. Math. 20%. I like those odds. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. So pretty good. I mean, twelve team playoff coming up. We got a shot. So one in every five times, Hugh Freeze is going to win the win you a national championship. I'll take it. Hopeful uh, stat. I like this segment. Helpful stat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming you brought a helpful stat for me, right? Uh, I can I mean, do some research. <laughs> let's let's get you ranting. You're gonna you're gonna have to go to Stat Muse. Let me figure explore that one Twitter. Out. You're gonna have to go to Stat Muse. It's okay. You know they have like the LeBron stat website. They should have a Kirk Ferentz stat website because it would be <laughs> it would be so good. It would, it be, would awesome. be good. It, he is he's a stat machine. He has he has so many good ones. Uh is that is are you good with Auburn? How are we feeling? I are mean, we still on the path to the bowl game? Yeah, the path is there. Um, I just won an SEC win, Grant. That's where I'm at. Have we not? Have we not won an SEC game this year? Not with Hugh Freeze. We've not done that yet. Oh no. Are you are you serious? It's early though. To be it's fair, October. We've played AM, LSU, and Ole Miss. Yeah, it's October. You're good, man. Is it we've got plenty of time. What's the remaining schedule again? What's we what's got Mississippi week? State at home? When? We've got Arkansas coming up. We've got Vandy coming up. When? And then Alabama coming up. Those are the rest and of the Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas's season. done. There it's over. I know. We we have some coming up. I just don't want to I just need a SEC win, man. You're six point favorites next week. You think you can do it? That's scary. By the way, you you guys technically have a worse record than them. So is it? Yeah, that's not. You think it should be more? I think it should be closer. No, we're not good, Grant. Oh, we stink. I mean, I think I don't know. Is is Mississippi State that good though? I mean, (laughs) probably not. They had an awesome game today of seven to th- or on Saturday of seven to three against Sam Pittman. I did see that. There was awesome a game. a game this week. We're about to get into reading the scores. You'll probably bring it up. It was almost three to two. What game was that? Oh, that was JMU Marshall. <laughs> Perfect game. It was three to two late in the third. Score score does not. I was thinking about you. How Big Ten that was before. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about. You I was I loving that. it. It was three to two forever. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good on Auburn. Should we just get to it, Joey? Uh, I the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, Jesus, I don't even know. So let's let's do this chronologically, should we? So game this week, right? We come off um, the Kirk Ferentz Magnum Opus, the eighth one this year, even though it's week eight just now. It's you beat Wisconsin, you come to this game, right? 
the stats are so confusing on the win against Wisconsin. You know, inside you're like, holy cow, this team can go 11 to one. Holy cow, this team go to the Big Ten championship somehow. Still, and you go into this game, it's like all you gotta do is beat putrid Minnesota. <laughs> they are horrible. They are so bad. I gotta just beat Wisconsin. I bring my dad to this game. My father, oh, who no. bestowed upon me the love of Iowa football. He he gifted this to me. As his father <laughs> gifted it to him, he passed it down to me. And then Gift my poor son has to deal with curse. This. <laughs> <laughs> my poor son also is subject to this. I remember the game. And I'm already so mad. So we start off the game. The offense, I'm like, we start off on a weird drive. Deacon Hill hits like a 20-yard pass to Deontay Vines. He then throws a crazy on-the-run 30-yard like sideline wild grab for like 35 yards. And then we uh, kick field goal. And it's like, did they unlock Deacon Hill? Like the guy <laughs> is slinging it right New now. New player unlocked. I was like, holy cow, QB guru, Brian Ferentz figured it out. All right, we're back, <laughs> baby. We got offense now, we're brewing. And then the, that was pretty much the only offensive uh, stuff in the game. We score again to make it uh, 10 to 3 late, but it's like a 55-yard drive with 45 yards of penalty yards. So it's like oh, you basically nice. get into the end zone. Deacon Hill scored three touchdowns in one possession. On QB sneaks. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like it before. This is the beginning of like the referee craziness is the guy scores three touchdowns in one possession. I'm like, I don't, I need to see it again. I, I didn't understand it. I was <laughs> like, how, it how many time. times do we have to QB sneak this thing in for it to be a touchdown? I don't understand. And the last time it's so obvious and they still are reviewing it. His he's halfway in the end zone. And they're still reviewing it. I don't understand it. There's also a targeting call right after that, that I think, Upon the first glance, I can see how they would get confused because he rocks this dude. Uh, but then upon review, he clearly hits him in the shoulder uh, first. So I don't I don't understand how it, that one's targeting. But that's not even where I was upset. So our offense is having potentially the worst game I've seen in Iowa history right now. Wow. It's that it was that bad out there. Fumbles galore. So they had acquired. Um, Nine, uh, they were they got twelve points in this game. Two of them are off fumbles, uh, in our own offensive end. Like they really only drove down to score, uh, twice, and then the other two field goals are based off of uh fumbles in our own offensive end. Like there's, n there was no moment where I was like, dang, the offense is cooking right now <laughs> for Minnesota. Like our defense locked them down so well. Was like it there was nothing more they could have done. What was it raining? No, did they it was, grease the ball? It was up? a little windy, but outside of that, it was Deacon <clears throat> was fumbling the ball. It's what happened. Okay, he fumbled the ball a lot. Right? Okay. Is he my boy? Yes, he's always gonna be my boy. But he was fumbling a lot, and there's no way around it. Okay, he didn't play yeah. very well. He had a great first drive. After that, it was bad. That's all it is. He knows it's bad. He said it was bad. He said it was on him. There's no way around it. It was all bad. So I'm already pissed. I'm like, this is horrible. If we just had a to move it 20 yards ever, we'd probably win the game. If we just <laughs> if we never fumble the ball, we win this game 10 to 6. It's crazy, but that's the truth, right? Because Minnesota could not move the ball and they never did. We end up getting late in the game. We have the really weird moment where we're down two and we punt from our own 44 yard line. Or something like that. Ooh. 
And it's like, like a field goal range. It's fourth and ten. No, it would be just beyond. But it's fourth and ten. You got two okay. minutes left, and we have two timeouts, and we punt. And it's like, okay, Kirk, trust you, but weird move, man. Don't understand it. <laughs> uh, probably should have just gone for it. Uh, it's late in the game. Like if it's. If there's six minutes left, even eight minutes left, I understand it. Defense has been holding well. Get the ball back. It's a minute 40 left, Kirk. Uh, <laughs> like clock's ticking. It's he's going for not the, in our favor. 40 chess. Yes, he wanted was, a safety. He went for the four dimensional chess move of like, <laughs> we probably have a better chance of blocking a, f- a punt with like 30 seconds left or getting a punt return than we do oh. converting a fourth down on in fourth and 10. Which I'm like, all right, Kirk, let's see it happen. And PJ Fleck, in a moment of brilliance, decides to throw the ball, so it helps out. We get like a minute ten left because we make 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 the stops. He throws the ball. I don't understand why. We get like a minute ten left. They punt it, and the most. Uh, I'm like, holy cow! Like we're still probably gonna lose. Who's gonna move it? I'm mad. The most beautiful moment I've arguably ever seen in football history occurs before my eyes. There are grown men crying <laughs> in the stands. How beautiful it was. Zach Johnson sitting a few seats over for me. He's losing his mind. Right? Ryder Cup captain Zach Johnson. Losing his mind. Okay? Pandemonium. Cooper DeGene scoops up a frickage. There are six Minnesota Gophers in front of him. None of them tackle him. He avoids <laughs> all of them. It's a crazy photo. Go look at it. The video is everywhere. You know where to find it. There's six Gophers in front of him. And all of them miss tackles on him. He avoids all of them, takes it to the house, and it's pandemonium in the stands. It is amazing. It's like, holy cow, we're going to win this game. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. We have two, count them, two offensive yards this half. Oh. Two. Oh, no. <laughs> Joey, how tall are you? I'm 6'5". If you laid down at the line <laughs> of scrimmage, that is more distance then the Iowa offense covered in the second half. And we, what? there was how? a, um, that's how, how ma- that's how math works, Joey. All right. You should <clears throat> consider QB sneaking every play. Oh, we did. Well, the, the problem is we had like one drive that was negative 25 yards, but this still, <laughs> even if you have a negative 25, it shouldn't be two against Minnesota. Crying out loud. Anyway, touchdown craziness. I'm like, this is amazing. Right. This is the greatest moment of my life. Cooper Jean now has two game-winning punt returns in one season. Most people don't have one in their career. He's had two in the same month. As many offensive yards in the second half. Crazy, right? They go to review it. Everyone assumes that it's for stepping out of bounds. He catches it by the out of bounds. It's like, okay. And he's clearly good. And everyone's cheering. It's taken a long time to review it, though, but it's like, we see it. We're all good. And they call. He goes out there, and he says that there's an invalid signal and that it's going to be Iowa ball on the 50-yard line or whatever it was. I don't care. He forgot his blinker, Grant. I was Invalid like, I, signal. I, here's one of the jokes. I was like, invalid signal? What is this, my Wi-Fi? What are we talking about? <laughs> Be here all week, you know, in the, the scene in the Joker movie where he's doing stand up at the club and no one's laughing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. That's that's what you're about to do. Go go tell your that's a good by the way. If you're at the water cooler this week talking about the Iowa football game, just be like, I'll I give you permission to be like invalid signal. What is this? My Wi Fi? 
Boom. <laughs> what is this? My AT&T? Got him. Boom. Nice. Uh, invalid signal. I was like, I don't even know what that is. This is ridiculous. Um, Did they just make up a rule in the middle of the game? It's Invalid signal is a thing. I've never seen a call before. Never have I ever heard of an invalid signal before. And I don't understand how you can call it. In one, this is like the biggest moment of the game, clearly. This is a game-shifting call. You still call it. Tim O'Day goes out there and he gives the the invalid signal. I don't understand it. It's up to the discretion of the ref. Um, I don't get it. He's clearly pointing. He's never, ever does his arm go above his head to signal it's a fair catch. It doesn't make any sense at all. That do you can you explain what an invalid signal is? It's a like have you it's 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 a signal for a fair catch that isn't so the fair catch symbol is an arm clearly above the head that is waving. Mm -hmm. That's a signal for a fair catch. He invalid signal is like it's supposed to be a fair catch, but it's not. So it's like it's a fair catch, but you can't advance it. That's what invalid catch is. Okay. It no doesn't make any sense. I don't know why it even exists. But it's like, ah, I think he was trying to fair catch. It's up to the discretion of the ref. Mm-hmm. He was not trying to fair catch. That He was like 20 yards away from no, the ball. No, he's pointing at the ball to tell... It's a, he's trying to direct uh, his teammates <laughs> so that they don't touch it. That's what he's doing. I don't understand how. You go back to review the out-of-bounds, and then you pick this out. If he calls invalid catch immediately, or invalid signal, I'm not even... I'm. I'm upset, but I'm not as mad because like he made the call at the right time. Like it, there wasn't a, he wasn't searching for it. But this dude goes back and looks on like a, on his tiny little screen. He's looking for the out of bounds, and then he picks out this tiny little thing that's like up for debate. It's not even it, it's not it's not even certain of like yeah I'm gonna give him an invalid invalid signal here. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like yeah you can't do that in this moment. There's no reason. But if he calls it in the moment, it's like fine. But he lets the whole play go, and it's, it's so it's so frustrating. There's no one in none of the Minnesota players assumed it was invalid signal. They're all trying to tackle him. There's no one on the PJ like PJ Fleck didn't challenge it for invalid signal. He didn't challenge it for out of bounds. He knew it was good. Like he he knew it was a touchdown. He's like we got he's like we got toasted there. We got it wasn't forty him. chest. It was, this specific ref was going. It, he. I think he had it out for him. This is the same ref last year who robbed Jack Campbell against Minnesota, might I add, who robbed him of a touchdown too. He said he stepped out of bounds. He clearly didn't. Except that game, we, that game we won. This game we didn't. And it, what's crazy oh too is if he doesn't score there, it's not reviewable. So if he just go, if Cooper goes down at the one yard line or they tackle him, it we probably kick field goal and win the game. Like it's not, it's not reviewable. He was too good. Are you saying he was too good on this play? Cooper might have been too good on this play. But what I'm saying, too, is that Tim O'Day <laughs> is such an idiot for calling this. And I don't understand. And this is what's frustrating, too, is that all of Twitter is just complaining about this right now. And I understand. It's the most frustrating call I've ever seen in my football viewing experience. It's probably going to be the most frustrating thing I've ever seen in my football viewing experience. But it what stinks, too, is that like we can pick this apart as much as we want. It's not going to change anything. It doesn't change anything. And Stinks too is that did we deserve to win that game? No. Two offensive yards. Two. Horrible. And it, frankly, we had a chance to win the game too. There was still over a minute on the clock. And we yeah. had to get it 20 yards against Minnesota. And we went and we threw a pick. <laughs> we had no chance of getting it there. Like we had our chances still. 
Like, yes, is that punt return super annoying? Should it have counted? Yes. We still had our chances, and we still can do it. That's what makes me even more mad. It's unbelievably mad. Kirk should have punted on first down. To try and just, force just punt it again. Yeah. That would have been a wild move for him to punt <laughs> on first down. But the answer to the offense, it doesn't. And it's like, it's nice too, by the way, to see like everyone kind of rally around. Like, besides like Iowa State and Minnesota fans, which is like, I don't even care. Like, we know obviously what your opinion is going to be on this. But everyone in the college football world being like, holy cow, Iowa just got host. Holy cow, that was bad. But that almost makes it sink too more. It's like, Dang, we really got screwed. And now, too, it's just awesome play. It does, it's not like even in the moment there's like flags and like no one's excited or anything. You basically have the whole play. You see the score change. Like you have yeah. this whole moment that, that like you can see it. I lived it, but it doesn't even count. It's so bad. Like you're going to make me cry, as I said. I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> and again, like I said, if he calls it in the moment, like he, he blows the whistle dead, it's like, I'm like, wow, that's called stinks, but like at least. Like, I didn't go see Cooper Jean go make the best play of his career, run this thing in the end zone. Other things. Also, too, if it's invalid signal and the play's blown dead, why did none of the eight Minnesota players who made contact with Cooper Jean get a penalty? Because when you make a fair catch and you make contact with the returner, you get a penalty. Where is that call? Doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> I'm just saying the facts here. Here's another shit, Joe. Tim O'Day, more like Tim Donahue. This guy clearly gambles. <laughs> Kubishin scores a touchdown. Iowa covers and the overheads. Just saying. Facts are facts. Would have been 16-12. That does both. Interesting. Just saying. Check his mom's FanDuel account. Or 17-12. My apologies. That's how math works. Very frustrating day. Uh, but Iowa, too, the offense, it, someone's got to change. I don't know what the answer is. I know everyone's injured. This is not it. Like, this is not, like, I, we still, if, we still got to win games. Like, we're still alive for the West, somehow. Like, this defense is good enough where you can still win a lot of games. We have to do something. We have to have more than two yards. It's the bare minimum to ask. You have 100 yards, you win this game. You have 50 yeah. yards, you you've you have 25 yards, you probably win this game. But you had two. <laughs> you had two yards, Joey. You have to do something different. Um, This has been a joke. I'm not even kidding about it. Triple option. Do it. Do it. Why not? I don't care. Uh, I know people are saying, too, like, why isn't Joey Labus playing? I think he was. He had an injury in the preseason. I don't think he's gotten a lot of snaps. Uh, That could easily be why. And also, too, like... Again, it's like maybe I trust Kirk too much. Maybe I'm the ultimate Kirk defender, but like we went to the backups before. Like we've seen how it works. It's not great. Like, yeah, Labus put great in Kentucky. He had a month to prepare for it. He like I, we have a bye week. Maybe he plays against um he, maybe he plays in the next game. But uh, otherwise, I mean, like, shoot, I'm not hundred percent confident that he'd do much better. Like we've guys still dropping the ball. Like Deacon hit open guys a bunch and we still dropped them. That's the worst feeling. Like everyone's, heard, I don't know what the answer is. Like we might just need to go triple option, give it to our fastest guys, and see what happens. Because, like I said, you get fifty yards in this game. You don't even need a touchdown pass. You just have fifty yards. You win the game. It's that. It's that level. You just need it. It's Screw crazy. Uh, but here's the thing too: is we got a bye week, and honestly, as a fan, like we all need to breathe. Right? We all need to relax. Okay, football team needs it too. I know they're just as upset, probably even more upset than I am. 
That's just the reality. But you know what's crazy? Is that like, I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, I still am kind of all locked in on this team winning <laughs> a bunch of more games. There you go. There I still you go. do. I still think they can win a lot more games. I think with two weeks to prepare, get some guys more healthy, got some guys still banged up, get guys more reps. I think they can still win a lot of games. Like going to Northwestern, feeling pretty good. Got Rutgers afterwards, Illinois, a couple more games at home, got Nebraska still. Like there's a lot of wins still left on the table. This Those team sound like some wins, yeah. Does some stuff really well. They do some things really bad, but they also do some things really well. Am I still believing? Yes. I still think that if you're a guy who wants them to lose games, I still don't think you're a real Iowa fan. I think that's really weird. That is weird. No, I think you still no should want them to win every game. Teams. I still want them to win every game. I yeah. still think they can win every game on their schedule still. Definitely. But like if someone's got so we gotta change something up. I don't know what it is. I'm not the expert. I have no clue what it is anymore. Or, but it's all sorts of bad. I'm going to read scores because this is taking forever now. That's Iowa football. I still love Iowa, though. I still love you guys. Don't worry. Deacon, it's okay, man. You're still my boy. It's tough Saturday, but it's okay. Uh, Avery, where do we want to start? Do we want to start? Uh, let's just – I don't even know what to say anymore, Joey. I know. I know. I, I thought this might happen. What might happen? Do you want me to read some scores? No. Okay. What? Do you need a Do you need a, a moment? No, I just it is what it is. <clears throat> I just want to talk about James Madison, but I can't pull up this stupid score because this app doesn't work. I don't understand it. Um, we just okay. James Madison twenty, Marshall nine. We gonna have, have to start talking about the James Madison Dukes, Joey. Go Dukes. This team's seven and zero. Oh. Uh, I want them in the big time. They played a game. It was three to two, late. I want them in the Big Ten. That's the fact of the matter. Give it to them. Uh, see now, why is it doing this? I don't understand why. This is the worst app on the planet. Uh, SMU fifty-five, Temple zero. There was about twelve people at that game wow. in Lincoln Financial Field. No one there. Pretty depressing. That was in Lincoln Financial Field. It was. The Temple link? plays. Temple plays at the link. What? They do, and there's about 10 fans there, and they watch them uh, lose 55 to nothing. Joey, the 6-2 now, Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, 31, Indiana, 14. Indiana is all-time bad, um, but Rutgers, hey, 6-2. and two. Watch out. Utah Rutgers fan, uh, two years ago, they were going to be 6-2. and two. They're taking it. Shout Absolutely. out to Rutgers, Scarlet Knights. Uh, back half of that schedule is real tough, but hey, I think mm. there might be another win out there. I don't know Give what it, it is. Bowl eligible. Bowl eligible. And you don't even have to worry about it like last year where it's like five and seven. We need the academic standards. <laughs> You're just in. Like, it's good. At a minimum, it's the Tony the Tiger uh, Bowl or whatever. The Pop-Tarts Bowl. Pop-Tarts Bowl, yeah. Air Force 17, Navy 6. Uh, Air Force 7 and 0. Got to start talking about right. them a little bit. Uh, Penn State 12, Ohio State 20. Mississippi State 7, Arkansas 3. Big I don't time. know if Sam Pittman's going to get fired. Uh, this week, but I would be very surprised if he's the coach of the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks next week. All right, uh, next next season, I'd be very surprised. UCF twenty nine, Oklahoma three one. Look, I mean, I'm gonna have Oklahoma in the top five probably until the Big Twelve championship game. And they have a game against Kansas next week. That's gonna be tough, probably. I know they're ten point favorites, but I mean, it's still like I watch games like this, and it's like I know they beat Texas, and I know they're undefeated, but it's like I just don't think that this is a national championship team. I just don't. And I know a lot of teams struggle, but it's like, I've seen Oklahoma do this too many times. 
It's probably it's just because they're wearing the OU helmet that I'm like I've seen them do PTSD. this. Like I I it, that's where I just struggle with that. But uh, Oklahoma f- figures it out. They get the win, thirty-one twenty-nine. Memphis versus UAB. Uh, I bring this up because uh, Joey, we talk about trophy games a lot. They play for a rack of ribs in this game. Really? They had some great shots of the rack of ribs <laughs> going over. Uh, also, like twelve people at this game, and this stuck to. I wish you could see how many people were going to show up to some of these like mid-major games before you bet on. So I was feeling pretty decent about UAB. Like I was like the Lions can't scream it. Maybe Trent Dilfer figures it out. Memphis is like, I don't really know how good they actually are. And there's like 12 people at this game. It's like, Oh, good thing. You packed the house for me for the home game. Like guys, this is a trophy game. We're playing for the rack of ribs. Where are the students? Where is everyone? Was this one at the uh, pyramid? They play this one at best. They should have. I think it was in Alabama, but they should have played in there. East Carolina in Charlotte played a game ten to seven. Uh, that was nice. that's a one in that's six a team played a one in five team, and they were uh, they played ten to seven. That's about <laughs> as it's about that went about as yep. you expected. Uh, Oklahoma State forty eight, West Virginia thirty four. Wheels falling off for West Virginia. This is two teams going opposite directions. Oklahoma State looked dead not that long ago. They're kind of back now. Ever since that bye week, West Virginia steamrolling uh, away from all the progress that they made. Wisconsin 25, Illinois 21. This was brutal too. Illinois was up all game. I had Illinois plus two and a half, and they just absolutely blew it like right as the Dejean uh oh, no. turn got called back. And I was like, I'm, again, I'm a puddle right now. This is <laughs> brutal. Um South Carolina 12, Missouri 3 4. Missouri, I mean, I keep not thinking that they're legit. This is a really good team. Yeah. In South Carolina, my just Drink. really bad, but like they're handling it. Eli Drinkwitz, I mean. The drink. Are we calling him that now? I think we should. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> Tulane 35, North Texas 28 in the battle of the green teams. They got the green wave and the mean green. Mm-hmm. Tulane is the superior green now. The greenest team. Oregon 38, Washington State 24. Texas survives a scare 31-24 against Houston. Refs also kind of a screw job there, but uh, I think Texas was still the better team. In that game, maybe not. We don't know. Uh, an embarrassing game. Virginia 31, North Carolina uh, 27. Remember when we were like North Carolina, potentially sneaky in the ACC? That's not true anymore. Uh, Drake May might have thrown away his Heisman odds, but hey, congratulations, Broncos, getting another nice, uh, great quarterback here. Another good quarterback. Franchise saving, might some might say. Old Dominion 28, App State 21 oh. in a uh, – that game – to the people that are fans of those teams, that game really matters. That is a massive win for Old Dominion. Uh, Ole Miss 28, Auburn 21, Sadness. Kansas State 41, the TCU Horn Fox 3. Uh, Deion Sanders might have ended TCU's program. <laughs> Single-handedly. Or maybe um, maybe Kirby did earlier in January. But Ooh, holy yeah. cow, that TCU been that is uh, not the same anymore. Kansas State, sneaky. I think that a tough start to the year. But, I mean, I think if, if they get a win here, Again, like they're probably going to be ranked again. They're sneaking back in there. So watch out for Kansas State late. Uh, Duke 20, Florida State 38. Michigan 49, Michigan State 0. Michigan is just so stupid good. LSU 62, Army 0. Miami 28, Clemson 20. Jim, man. Dabo might be done. I think he might be done. (laughs) I think he he is. He needs to adapt or... Or die. 
UCLA 42, Stanford 7, and then Arizona State 7, Washington 15. Uh, Washington, kudos. They did a little ode to their uh, to the Big Ten. They're ready for mm. the conference now. They got their first touchdown in the fourth quarter, and it was a pick six. Yep. Good for them. Kudos. Uh, Washington, really scary. I was so worried. Like I was like, my Michael Penix Jr. Heisman future's over. My uh, – the national championship future is over. I saw some people were like, oh, Washington can't even make the playoff anymore. Uh, yes, they can. <laughs> they just got to win games. They sure they're can. undefeated. They are fine. They have no issues right now. If they win all their games, they're going to be in. They do not care if it was 15-7 at, at 1 in the morning against Arizona State. They don't that care. That would have been the icing on the cake for you there, wouldn't that? Right? That the whole been, sky would have fell. I would have been so mad. God. This sport. I mean, I could do anything with my Saturday. I really could. could golf. I could study. This is what I do instead. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's talk the NFL, Joey. Let's do it. Um, this game happened a while ago, but Jaguars Saints. Um, I think the Jaguars are still good. Like you're five, five and two right now. Like it's a great spot to be in. Yeah. But I. I don't know. There, there were moments in this game too where it's like, ooh, I still don't, I still don't know how much of a believer I am. Or it's like I'm a believer, but I don't know if they're like AFC Championship good yet. That makes sense. They might need to still grow into it, but they definitely can do it. But it's like if the season ended right now and it was like playoffs time, I'd be like, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints too, it's a total disaster. I mean, they have not made any adjustments in like five years to their offense. It's just been the exact <laughs> same. Uh, I think it's. I think you just let Jameis do whatever he wants at this point. Let him do. Let him run the team. You have let the him own two. The team. You have. Oh, that would be okay. <laughs> then you have two of the most like like Derek Carr. I mean, he's he's just not doing it right now. Like it, the Derek Carr experiment might be over already. You paid him all this money. I get it, but it's like why at this point? Uh, he did get. Uh, it, I think he got sacked in the nuts uh, at one point this game. So that's took him out. But you have two of the most like electric quarterbacks I've ever watched. On this roster, too. you have Jake Hayner, who is awesome at Fresno State, and then you have Jameis Winston too. It's like just let him have a shot, just let him go out there, just let him, let him do something. I don't know. That's all about really. I want to talk about that. Um, unless you have something more to say, I do not. Browns thirty nine, Colts thirty eight. I think the dome was open today. Um, mm. That's that. Uh, the Indiana Knights jerseys. I don't love them. Yeah, I think. Didn't we talk about that before the season? We're we not, did. We're not huge fans. I think that they're better than I remembered them being over the offseason. Yeah. But I still don't love them. Like Compared to all the great jerseys we had this weekend, this one's the worst, easily. This one is not good. Youngstown State had awesome helmets. What are you doing here, guys? <laughs> Figure it out. Um, I, do, I don't hate the black helmets, I will say. I think that could go somewhere. I think it's just the, the jerseys and pants that I don't like. Yeah, the black helmets, they could stay. Yeah. Uh, Gardner Minshew, he gave it his best ever, but it just ultimately wasn't enough. Uh, the Browns defense really won this game. They are so stupid good. I know they let up 38 points, but holy cow, they were doing everything. Miles Garrett had like the game of his career, career potentially. Really amazing stuff. Jumping over lines. Um, big one, too, for the uh, the Browns. Won two games in a row. Wow. Big humps to get over. I was worried it was going to be a pretty big letdown situation. Coming off that went at the 49ers, but... Hey, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, just let let's see what PJ Walker can do. Let's see what he can do. I mean, this team is coming off losing arguably their best player, Nick Chubb, and they're four and two right now with the best defense. Like, it's not the worst 
worst place to be no, in if you're a Browns no, fan right spot. now. Um, boy, they did have some moments though where it's like classic Browns. They had that fourth and one where they had the uh, a pass. Uh, they had a little toss uh, out to the left to Kareem Hump, and, and uh, he just totally airballed it. Like just, <laughs> and it got scooped up and went the other way. Okay. All time bad. They clean up those. This is a solid team. Like, even without it. Nick Chubb. Uh, and I'd be curious. I, I do want to say Nick Chubb didn't end up tearing his ACL. So maybe you could even come back. He uh, didn't? I, I thought he didn't. I remember seeing this like somehow he didn't. I remember seeing his leg bent the wrong way. I know, but that's where I remember seeing it so miraculous he didn't. Like, I think it was just an MCL injury. I could be wrong. I hope but, he comes back. That would be fun. But even I, then. I like him. This team, it would be really interesting moving forward. Uh, is Deshaun Watson their one quarterback? I don't know anymore. One for five with an interception. Not, those are those are the stats. A, one yard. Oh, five yards. Is he he more on? yards than Iowa in the second half. I'm sorry. That moved on to the NFL, Joey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, shout out uh, Jonathan Taylor. He still plays. Uh, he had a touchdown this game. First one of the year. Nice. Do you think he felt like well for our fantasy football team? Oh, do we want to do Joey's fantasy corner real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Notable for performances. Jameer Gibbs finally woke up 27 points and Jonathan Taylor, 21 points. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, Jameer Gibbs had 27 points in that game? He did. How? Uh, I think he scored his first touchdown a season also. Did he score eight of them? Um, How did you get 27 points for one touchdown? He probably had a couple of receptions. Okay. As it is a PPR league. Okay. Um but yeah, I I did I, I did a goof. I started DK Metcalf. He That's didn't play. He didn't play Un- today. Unbelievable. We we still have a chance to win though. We're up thirty. Oh. And our opponent has two players left. Who are they? Brock Purdy and George Kittle. By the way, why is, huge why, is George, why is George Kittle not playing on National Tenants Day? What are we doing? That is a shame. Like uh, the guy invented the holiday, a national tragedy, unbelievable. But yeah, uh, the Browns look out. Seriously, look out. And the Colts, I mean, it's just do anything at this point. Like the Colts, it, I just have fun out there. Just yeah, no one get injured. How's that sound? Maybe go get Anthony Richardson a receiver. That could be cool. Maybe that they, they might steer Jerry Judy. Oh, there you go. Could happen. Uh, next game, Ravens thirty-eight. Lion six. This is just yikes. Can I, can I have a, a dumb moment here? I almost like the Lions more now after this happened. Like you needed this. Like this is the wake up call. You needed this Lions fancy. I know it stinks. I know it hurts. But the Ravens are a really good team. If you're going to lose a game, you might as well have it here and not against like a really bad team. This is a game you can drop, right? Handle the yeah. bad teams. This is a game you can lose. Uh, the Lions, though, looked really bad in this game. Uh, interceptions, defense getting absolutely <laughs> torched. The Ravens went from no one catching anything to everyone being open at all times, catching every ball. Uh, even then, they were splitting tackles. This was just a absolute route from start to finish. It was over instantly. Uh, like I, I, If you had Ravens minus three, you did not worry a single minute at all during this game. Uh, Jared Goff was in trouble pretty much the whole time. This was just all-time bad. The Lions, though, I think it is, seriously, like you're getting the juju out of the way. Like you, yeah. This is good. Get the bad stuff out now. This is the best 38 to what 6 loss you can have. Seven? Eight? Yes. Week seven? Get it out now. Like, Lions, now you can walk in the next week, they'll be like, we've probably played our worst game. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't get much Take it. worse than that. Like, yeah. get it out now. Could you imagine playing your, your worst game week one of the playoffs? Would be bad. That wouldn't be fun. But this team, I still think, is a serious contender uh, for the NFC. Like, it didn't change my mind. Was it sad? Yes. But it's like, I still think that they can do it. Did I see you rank them in juggernauts on your tier list? I haven't done a Super Bowl contender last week. I haven't done it in like two weeks, so I haven't done it in a while. Uh, I would put them in the potential tier. Okay. They have potential. Like, I in the NFC, I think it's that top. I think it's those, it's like 49ers, Eagles, Eagles Lions, and then like after that, I mean, I, I think it's a pretty big <laughs> drop off. So I I think the Lions can totally do that. This is another sneaky one too. Uh, it's not going to be remembered like that, but uniform wise, I was eating this one up. The mm. Aesthetics were great. Uh, That's a good point. I think it was uh, like a granted ugly game too. This by the way, so I had this on the main screen expecting a great game. And then I wasn't really paying attention after the half. And my buddy looks up. He's like, hey, did you change it? Because it was Falcons Bucks goes on screen. I was like, oh, I must have. And then I flip it up on YouTube TV and it still says Lions Ravens. They turned them off. (laughs) They just took it away. They did like the Oscars music and played them off stage. They just took it away. Like, I'm sure it was still on in Detroit and Baltimore. But like we here in Iowa, they turned it off. We're flipping it away. Like, we can't watch. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was that bad. I, I'm i sure they did the same with like Broncos, uh, Dolphins. Like we just cannot subject people to this anymore. <laughs> but it was uh, I like I was like, I cannot remember the last time I saw Fox do that. Like, I know it's bad, but holy cow. It's still the Lions. It's still the Ravens. Like yeah. people like those teams. You're still like very important players playing right now. Crazy. Chargers 17, Chiefs 31. Congratulations, Chiefs. Probably AFC West champions. Um I mean, it's it stinks, but Joey, this is true. Uh, this game was really weird. You had so first of all, let's talk about the game within the game. So they brought the industry plant to this game. Yeah, anyway, uh, she returned. I don't remember her name, but she was there. Uh, of course, she was front row somehow again. Uh, I still, I know she said that it's. A, I think she's an actress. Okay, I still do. <laughs> you, you're I, never going to change it. my mind. And my mind's never going to be changed. What do you think? I'm totally there with you, dude. I, there's this. Oh God, it, it just makes me so mad. Why? Because my Instagram NFL verified account, Instagram, Twitter is posting multiple things about this. Speak, uh, child. Thou who shall not be named. Okay. I don't want to see that. Give me. Someone getting blown up and fumbling. Yes. For a fumble recovery touchdown. Yes. I want to see that. Yes. I don't want to see Voldemort and Brittany Mahomes doing their stupid little handshake, dancing on each other with Jackson Mahomes in the background. Is that what I want to see, NFL? No. I was upset about that, too. It makes you feel better. The, The handshake drove me insane. I don't care. No one cares. Nobody. It, it was a moment of self-reflection. I feel like a little bit too where I was like, why does this make me so mad? That's a good point. But it, like, we are here. Man has ball. Man gets hit by other man. That's what I want to see. Yes. I, it, I takes, it takes so little to make me is. happy. <laughs> it takes so little. That's it. It takes so little, Joey. And that was, 
Uh, but Kelsey, though, while we're talking about it, he played a great game. I think he had 100 receiving yards uh, in the first quarter. He was open Gosh. the entire day today. Tight 50 uh, over uh, 50. He got his 50th touchdown with Mahomes during this game. The Chargers, this it's a tough matchup, too. So the Chiefs had extended rest. So they played Thursday last week. The Chargers are on short rest. They played Monday night. Not the best when you're going into Arrowhead. I understand that. But this team still just feels like before, at least they would be like, oh, they're really good and like they can compete. Like you catch them on the right day, like they'll pro- they could steal a game. But now it feels like it's just wheels are falling off with the Chargers. But I mean, do they need to get rid of Staley? Maybe, is but it's like, is it just like, like in the DNA? Good. Is it in the crux of this team? Didn't we not say this was going to happen at the beginning of the season, though? We say this at the beginning of every season. And I'm trying exactly. it, it's <laughs> there's an no issue. There. coming here to listen, Joey, for us to just say the same thing over and over again. But it's hard not to with the Chargers. It's hard. It's difficult. Uh, and with Justin Herbert, too, I don't, I think preseason, I probably had him in like the top six quarterbacks. Right now, I don't even know what to do with him anymore. Because like, I don't think he's playing exceptionally bad, but he's not really good. Like, is he just Phil Rivers 2.0 right now? <laughs> or is this Once just like we can't that escape? Blue and yellow. You just insta Phil Rivers. I mean, it's like Phillip it's Rivers. like a um what is it? Uh Jim Carrey. Uh, the mask. Mm. You can't escape it. It's just it, it overwhelms you. The green goblin. That's yeah, like a, another scenario. Is is that is that how that works? I think I think I think so. I thought he was just insane. Yeah, I, 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 thought it, I thought he was just. I, I thought it, it's it's Willem Dafoe. I thought he was just crazy. I thought he was just a crazy dude. Maybe, I could be wrong. I guess. Or is it yeah. Venom? There's some people listening to this that haven't seen a Marvel movie before that they're like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about now. <laughs> uh, but the Chiefs really good guys. I mean, what what was it gonna? What do you expect? Uh, this game, the, the first half, crazy entertaining. No one could make a stop on defense, but then the Chiefs ultimately. And it's kind of been their MO2 for these big wins. It's like their defense sneaky holds up. Like everyone wants to talk about Mahomes. Everyone wants to talk about Marcus Valdez Scantling being open all the time. And everyone else being open too. Kelsey, always open. Third downs, everyone is converted. Every single one of them. But the yeah. defense really, it's kind of been like a closet MVP for the Chiefs the past like five years. That's a good point. Let's stop talking about Mahomes. Let's, let's stop it. Talk about um, defense. Yeah, let's please. get some more of the defense, please. Somebody. Anyone. I do I do love St. Marcus Valdez Scanling though. MVS. I, I'll talk name. I'll talk about that dude all day. I love talking about Marcus Valdez Scanling. How many last names end in ING? Am I crazy or is that commonplace? Ooh, um Manning. Oh yeah. Okay. Manning. Yep. Um I don't know. Outside of that, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, so like a baseball player, let's look at Rodriguez, Jeter, Kulowitzki. No, no. Nope. Altuve, nope. Harper. Okay. Maybe it's a bad segment. <laughs> Falcons 16 bucks, 13. Um, the NFC South is a really bad division. It is. It is really, really bad. Uh, and this game too, boy, it was like every moment where something exciting could happen. The, a defense stood on its head and for, made a made a play, and like they just every moment that someone tried to score, someone tried to change the game. The defense stood on their head. You had uh, Baker throwing picks in the worst times possible. Uh, Desmond Ritter almost had his career saving play. Like I know he won the game, obviously, but game winning field goal, 
put him in a good position to score at the end. Desmond almost ran one in for a touchdown. Totally would have. I'm an idiot. I'm a goldfish. Like I said, I would have been back to like Desmond game manager. I would have forgotten about the horrible play that he's done this year. Horrible. I would have forgotten about it. A dude comes out of nowhere, pops the ball loose inches before it's in the goal line going the other way. It was like everything that almost, this was the game leader in almost offense. It was just defense <laughs> standing out of their heads. Like nothing happened this whole game. Nothing yeah. happened. I know it's a six and 13. Nothing happened guys. Uh, the Bucks. though, I, I'm. This was a big like make it break it game for me personally, Joey. Do Do you still believe in the Bucks? No, I don't think I ever really did. To be really? honest, really. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of like, oh, cool. Like Baker Mayfield's running around out there, doing some cool stuff. I don't think I ever believed in them though. Like, yeah, maybe you can go and get a playoff win. Playoff win? Probably not. <laughs> I like. I'm really not seeing it. I. Man, I don't know. One of these teams is going to get in, obviously, and I just don't know what they're going to do. They're just going like, to lose. I think the like, the Falcons are probably the favorite, and like I guess uh, like Kyle Pitts, uh, welcome back to the league, uh, was very Good alive morning. this game. He <laughs> he did he played amazing. He he did a great job. Uh, but I, outside of that, I'm like, I don't even know what to do with Falcons anymore. Bijan Robinson was hurt. Or he was he had like, the flu or something. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Like he was sick. Um which like, I get, it. it's tough like to do that, but um, people were, like maybe if he's in the game, uh, it's totally different. They look more explosive. They look like a much better team, but I'm I'm not really sure. Didn't give himself the opportunity for a flu game. Oh man, it could have just it, he had he went out there for a little bit. I think he had like mm, uh like I think, I think he had, had a few carry. stats. Yeah, and it's like okay, we tried it. It's not yeah, gonna work anymore. Give it a shot. Uh, and it's too, like your team won. So like it's never gonna be like oh if, like Bijan screwed the team. It's like if they win, everyone's gonna like we're gonna forget that this even happened in two weeks. Yep. Give me a few days. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember any of this. The goldfish. That might be. Uh, should we turn this into the goldfish <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I think we should. Sponsored by Goldfish. Eventually. Pepperidge Farms. Maybe. The Pepperidge Farms is actually a big listener of this show, so uh, they're probably. <laughs> Who are you hearing it from? <laughs> Sources. Said. Sources, are you meeting some like lady in an alley? She's like, "Hey, I got the scoop." Mm-hmm. Fair yeah. enough. I, I can't say her name though, or else they'll they'll shoot her. Oh, yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Falcons Bucks. So it's a game. It happened. This was one of the games of all time. <laughs> one of the games of all time. It's just, and this has like been the division for so long too. Like, I miss when the Falcons. Remember when the Falcons would like they lose every game. But it'd be like fun. You know, it was like they, they made every game so entertaining, but it was like, like they would lose. Now they're like winning a lot more, but it's not as fun anymore. Bring back fun losing? Yeah. I don't, I missed it. Like, I'm not a Falcons <laughs> fan. So, like, obviously, like, Falcons fans are probably even more fun. Like, ah, those were the days. It was the fun yeah. Falcons. Now it's like, ah, I mean, like, like they're boring. just going to, they're going to muck up every game that they play, aren't they? On like the most. I, I don't like the the turf where they play either. In the dome? No. In like the Mercedes Benz? I don't Mercedes. like it. Them and the uh the Seahawks have weird turf that I just don't mm. like. I don't like looking at it. The those two every time it's a home game, I'm like, ah, I'm not loving this. Are we an anti turf pod? Have we we established that. Okay. We are very anti turf. Um justice justice for the NFL players. Uh they'll change it for the World Cup, but not for the NFL because they're cheap cakes. Ridiculous. That should have been, that should be, uh, that should have been a long time ago. Yeah. And then lastly, Sunday Night Football, Dolphins, Eagles, uh, Kelly Green, hats off 
I mean, beautiful. Like, where did we game, too? guys? Looks pretty good. That is, it was the old. Not, I'm, old. I didn't mean new, but. <laughs> uh, I loved it on the scorebook. Yeah. Hats off. Beautiful. I mean, it was like every photo of these guys was perfect. Awesome stuff. I, this game, it felt like the like the Eagles just were so due for this. I mean, this is like yeah. the ultimate, like we're just a nails team game. AJ Brown open all the time. Uh, Tush push uh, nearly stopped. They went horizontal there for a second on one of them. And I was like, they, they, the Dolphins have cracked it. They've cracked the code. If there's anyone who could do it, Mike McDaniels. Yes. Um, I think, too, this this is just a really tough spot um, for the Dolphins. I think that this is just such an opposite of their team. I think the Dolphins had been – this is similar to the Lions where it's like we've been riding so high for so long, and we played a team that's completely different than us. Like yeah. The Eagles – my theory has always been, too, like slowing down a fast team is more difficult for the – like it's difficult for a fast team a to fast get slowed team. down than for a slow team to get sped up. Because yeah. like we're used to like um like these high scoring games where like it's easier for the Dolphins to play the Bills or like the Chiefs, the the Lions than it is for them to play Eagles because Eagles are just going to ground and pound they're going to wear you down and it kind of showed in this game on the road too is tough. I think if there was a rematch like did the Dolphins win it probably I think the Dolphins could still honestly go to the Super Bowl if they wanted to. This is yeah. just really tough. Uh, and the and the Jalen Waddle injury doesn't help him. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. Slows him um, down. Tyreek Hill too, um, unbelievable. Like he, so good, so fast. I, I know he said he wants to retire next year. Um, like next year, I believe he said is the last season. I don't know if he's going to hold himself to that. God, it feels like he's been in his prime though for like ten years now. He's just so good. <laughs> he's really good. He's really he's fast. unbelievable. I don't understand. Like he wants to play in the flag football. I cannot imagine him playing against like some German dude. <laughs> What? I've been loving those memes. Have you been seeing those memes? Of what? It's like the uh it's some dude falling over or whatever, and it's like the the Cantonese car salesman trying to guard Tyreek Hill. Yeah, like no so, chance. Like, like, these guys get paid to do it and they can't. This is kind of funny. They're misting uh David Ortiz right now in the post game uh booth. Oh they're they're watering the 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 dirt and they are just totally misting A Rod, <laughs> Ortiz, and Jeter. The, their backs are so wet right now, and I oh, A Rod looks really mad about it. You can see him; he's biting his lips. He's gonna hard. charge the charge the he's, charge the guys. He's listening. He's locked in on Ortiz right now, but you can see he's biting his lips. This is all time funny. Uh, but I want the Kelly Green every single time now for the Eagles. I, I like just don't even go back. You're, this is one of the teams where it's like I get the alternates; like they're fun because we don't see them. Yeah, this one just keep it, just do it. Uh, Eagles though. Still in the mix, obviously, like last week, um, a loss, but they're back in the mix. Yeah. Still for real. Do we want to talk anymore or do we want to read scores? Or we can just sit in silence for the rest of the podcast. Let's read scores. Are you sure? Yep. I'm positive. Oh, well, too bad because we're not going to. Sitting in silence it is. We might. It's a podcast for mimes now. It's a podcast for the deaf. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm just trying to delay while this thing loads. This is really unfortunate. I can read a score. No, you can't. We'll start off with Raiders 12, the Chicago Bears 30. What? Tyson oh, wow. Baggett, or however you say his last name, unreal performance, comes in the Division II legend 
throw us for a whopping one touchdown, 162 yards. And this is too, it's like, did he play the most amazing game ever? No, but he won. He didn't really make a mistake the whole time. He was serviceable enough to win. All you know, against a he defeats a historic, amazing quarterback, Brian Hoyer. Mm. No touchdowns, two interceptions for him. Are the Bears good? No, no, probably not. Mm. But it would be wild if a division two quarterback just came in and saved the Bears season and took him to the one. That would be hilarious. Yeah, and that was a joke. It's like Justin Fields is losing his job to a dude who played at Shepherd University. <laughs> but hey, I mean, he might. And also, if I'm doing my football math correctly, I think. By the law of the transitive property, Joey, mm-hmm. the Colorado the Colorado School of Mines would beat the Raiders. Yep, I could see that. So Colorado School of Mines beat Shepherd University in the playoffs. Yeah, Tyson beat uh, Bagnet. Is how do you say it actually? It's a beignet. Bagnet. This sounds Bagent? almost like a bad word. I know. I'm really trying to. <laughs> I, I'm really. I'm really Tyson trying to. B. Tyson B. Beats the Raiders. So I think by that rule, Cardo School Mines beats the Raiders. That might be the case. Yeah, transitive property. That that one carries over. Yeah. PEMDOS, like you said. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Patriots 29. This is just such a weird day in the NFL. Patriots 29, Bills 25. Yeah. Are the Bills a good team? Yes. But um, here's is my Josh thing. Josh Allen a good quarterback? I still think yes. But I like. are the Bills going to go deep in the playoffs? Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes, of course. But like, I'm just, I'm never going to be like the Bills are going to win Super Bowl until they win like four games in a row. Well, I just need them to play consistently for five weeks once. And that makes sense. Like they're, they're good is so good, but their bad is so bad too. Their ultimate curse is that they play to the level of their opponent, no matter what. Mm. And it can go badly like this sometimes. Like the Patriots are not better than them, but they got out coached this game, uh, flat out outplayed too. Like Mac Jones, Game-winning touchdown drive, played much better uh, this time too. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, all, I haven't talked about him since last <laughs> year, but he looked uh, decent in this game. Uh, like Mac Jones' game-winning touchdown drive, I didn't think I was going to see that all year. I thought Bailey Zappi yeah, was play this game, not on the bingo card. But they they were up the whole game too, and it looked like they're about to blow the lead. But they end up coming and winning. Uh, first win with the lighthouse, by the way. Oh wow! First one. Um, and the Patriots are now a crazy two and five. I just with the Bills, this is bad. Do I have any? Do I still have hope that they make the playoffs? Of course, like they're still going to make the playoffs, guys. Let's not get crazy. But I just need to see them play consistently. If I'm going to be like they're going to win the Super Bowl, which I've never seen them do. Yep. Joey, thoughts? I I, can, I completely agree. Um, I thought Josh Allen was not a good quarterback, but he did not play bad. You game. don't. I don't think you think Josh Allen is a good quarterback in general. It's is he in your top? You're completely right. Yeah, I think he is. Okay, but maybe like nine, eight or nine. That's not how numbers work. I asked. I said top five. I thought you said top ten. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, top five, maybe not. I don't know. He's you're completely right though. He just plays to the level. It's the whole team. Of frankly, the opponent. it's not. It's yeah. not just him. No, you're right. It's everyone. That probably starts at the top. Like, why wouldn't you want to go crush these guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I'm sure they to. wanted to, but <laughs> well, why didn't you? Yeah, and this too is like, it's games like these that is why they're like, why isn't Belichick fired yet? Uh, it's because he does this. Yeah, he just pulls this out, and it's like, how on earth did it, did this happen? 
Steelers Maybe 20. That's a bad oh, team. go ahead. Sorry. I, I'm just thinking about it. He's a good quarterback. I'm just silly. You're I'm a goldfish. The, are you this the is what I remember. Okay. I remember today. Are you naming yourself Silly Goose of the Week? <laughs> I'll be the Silly Goose of the Week. We should bring back that segment, Certified Silly Goose of the Week. <laughs> I miss those days. That was awesome. Good old days. Yeah. Steelers 24, Rams 17. Is is the jig up with the Rams? Remember when we thought they were really good to start the year? Is the jig up? No, I think they're still good. Are the Steelers better? They're four and two. How did that happen? I thought they sucked. It's because they they do they play Iowa football. It's <laughs> it's crazy. It's like really, but they oh manage their way around it. Um, JJ Watt might be the best player in the league. He's just or TJ Watt. Really my apologies. JJ Watt's really was well, really good too. But uh, TJ Watt is all over the place. George Pickens unbelievable uh he didn't have a touchdown today but holy cow he had some catches i was like this is guys generational talent catches everything dude i mean this is crazy stats so the steelers had 24 points in this game uh george pickens leading receiver no touchdowns kenny pickett no touchdowns passes or like how does that happen (laughs) it's iowa football caught the dub uh this too all-time embarrassing uh for the rams because not only do they lose this game, but also you have like the this was a Steelers home game. Like it, yeah. the, the Brett, Brett Mayer, who like not to talk about another man's job, but I don't know how he's still kicking the NFL with all these misses he's doing. Misses a kick really badly today that would have meant a lot for the game. But there's so many Steelers fans in the end zone waving and distracting him. I was like, what? This is a home game. He's getting booed right now. He might have been distracted by Blueface and uh, all the shenanigans he was pulling. Did was you see he at that? The game? No. Oh, he was at the game, and he oh. brought some strippers with him or something. Really? Yeah, that he was throwing money on the sidelines is all. Is all. Not on the sidelines, but near on the field. He was very close to the field. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was probably distracted. Okay, who had the? What was the best rapper appearance at a game today? Travis Scott or Blueface? <laughs> Uh, Travis Scott, I think, who's going to win that one. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, Broncos 19, Packers 17. It is funny, too, that uh, Zach didn't show up the one game the Broncos won. I just want to throw that hmm. out there. Very peculiar. That's how that works. Uh, yeah. Broncos, <laughs> dare I say, I think we might be back, Joey. Back, baby. <laughs> we look so back. pretty good today outside of the entire second half until the last uh, drive of the game, but we looked pretty good up until then. <laughs> this is too... To show you like the sum of the Broncos, Kevin Harlan says a stat. We're up 16 to 3 at halftime. Kevin Harlan says a stat going at halftime that we have lost up until today, obviously. The Broncos had lost, had, let me phrase this better. The Broncos had blown their past 10 halftime leads heading into this. 10 in a row, Joey. Mr. Harlan, I love you, but there's no reason that you need to be saying that. No. Going into halftime with a lead. And then we almost did it again, Joey. Uh, <laughs> it became sixteen. It became seventeen sixteen within like ten minutes. It felt like crazy fast turnaround. Uh, but ultimately, the Broncos. I mean, I want to say like thing like things are kind of improving, and they're not really shedding anyone right now. Like obviously they got, they traded Frank Clark, but like I expected Jerry Judy to be gone by now. Honestly, I thought maybe Cortland Sutton would be gone too, but everyone's still here. And like, yeah. dare I say it, Joey? Like the defense. Came up, made a big play at the end of the game. Like, did I think I was going to see that this year either? No. So maybe baby steps. And this is kind of weird too, because like 
everyone who we thought was tanking for Caleb Williams won today. Mm. So that was weird. weird. It was like the league made a call across <laughs> and was like, hey, guys, like everyone thinks you guys are tanking. Like you guys all need to win today. I'm like, OK, the Caleb Williams reverse tank is working. I still think he's going to go number one, but <laughs> hey, I mean, it's not out of the question. Uh, Joey, elated, excited. You're a Broncos yeah, fan, man. I'm hyped, man. I just, I'd love to see a see a win. I heard, um, just like to see one go in the basket every once in a while. Yeah, I heard fans were concerned there was going to be too many Green Bay fans in the stands. Did you see a lot of green? There out was there? a decent amount of Green Bay fans. Um, it wasn't like as bad. As, it wasn't as bad as like the Rams, obviously. But mm-hmm. it was like uh, more cheese heads than I wanted. Okay. I think there's like a sneaky amount of uh, like even growing up in car, I felt like there was like way more Packers fans than I ever expected. Yeah. It was kind of just weird. all over the place. Like for not being like if it's like Illinois, I get it. Or like Minnesota. Okay. Like borders it. But like, why are you? I'll be out in Colorado. Colorado? I don't get it. <laughs> um, it's like California and Wisconsin are where people are moving from, I guess. Very yeah. weird stuff. Though. But the Broncos, like I'm pretty late. Also, Thing to note too, Sean Payton has been wearing the same like three quarter cutoff sleeves ever <laughs> since he cut them off in the first one. Like he's just been waiting for them. So <laughs> I've noticed that. Like he has not gotten a new jacket. He's worn the exact still the same. like the the unsewn like, sleeves yes. that are cut. Yeah, oh my he's gosh. still wearing it. Um, so that's crazy. I do. I mean, shoot, we got the Chiefs again, and then the Bills. So the tank might be back on shortly. But hey, if we beat the Chiefs, Super Bowl is on, baby. Super Bowl, we're back. Chiefs, Bills, wins. Back and the thing to is, back. Too, outside of like the Chiefs, um, and the Dolphins in the AFC, it's a lot of average. Like it's not crazy deep. Um, yeah, as it used to be. I mean, like, do I think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs right now? Probably not. But like, if they snuck up to like six wins by the end of the season, I wouldn't be surprised. Just because there's so much like goofing around, it feels like in the AFC. Yeah. Do you, where do you think the Broncos go from here? Only up. There's only up from here, Grant. I like Playoffs. That. Thank you. The offs. Uh, Seahawks twenty, Cardinals ten. Uh, sneaky Cardinals prime position for a great draft pick now at one and six. Uh, Josh Dobbs. I'm. He might be the best one six quarterback of all time. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Besides Jared Goff last year, could be the best 1-6 quarterback ever. Joey. That's sad. 1-6. Being a good 1-6 quarterback. No, that's not sad. What is it? It's funny, honestly. It's strange. Uh, Joey, the Cardinals are at 1-6. The Detroit Lions last year were at 1-6. Nearly made the playoffs. What bad team right now is going to make the playoffs? Or it is going Broncos. to be nearly, nearly made. Okay. <laughs> that's the Chiefs all I Bills back to back wins. That if they do that, they will actually win the Super Bowl. Yep. And I'm not even kidding. God, I'm scared. Why are we? Why do we why? do this to ourselves? Why is life like this? Um, I think that that's all the football, Joey. It's all of the football. We uh, did it. There was baseball this weekend. I don't really know much of what happened. The D backs were diamond backsing for a little bit. Um, and then now the Phillies are in the World Series, I guess, right? Uh, I think there is one more game. No, it's three to two, isn't it? I have no idea. I'm disappointed. The series is I have not paid attention at all. I have no clue what's going on anymore. I saw a stat. It was Go like ahead. home home runs in the playoffs or something. All right, my team total home runs. Yeah, it was like Philly forty seven number one. This is all time. 
Yeah. And then the next closest was like 17. That's how these guys they hit bombs. Rushing the ball. Yeah. Crushing the ball. Um, I also saw too Kimball or like Kimbrell. He uh, cannot save a game to save his life. <laughs> no. Like they gotta they you can't be putting him out there like that. Mm-mm. Like and you also too, if you're gonna do like the weird arm raise thing he does. You can't also then get like three runs let up in 12 <laughs> pitches. You cannot do that. Like if you're the ace, you're the ace. You, no one's going to ever question you. Do all the weird stuff you want, but you can't do the weird stuff and then get crushed two games in a row. Yeah, you're right. That's my spiel. Uh, but yeah, baseball. That's all I pretty much have to say about that. Dude, you're uh, a baseball guy. Inform me. I don't know what's going on. I hope the Astros lose. That's That's what I got. Well, they did. I hope they lose the series. What was up with that fight? Baseball fights are stupid. And that was talking baseball. That was <laughs> <laughs> no, Joey. Like you, you're you like baseball? Like I do. It's just it's been it's been a tough season. You know the Rockies. They made me sad, and I didn't want to watch baseball for a while. And that's okay. Uh, did you bring trivia? No. This is a tough show. <laughs> oh, El Hawkeye. I don't want to hear it. El Hawkeye, Mr. El Hawkeye. Oh, well, now you, you're you're baiting him, man. Now you're going to. You should have just not said anything. No, okay. I already know he's going to come at me. I love, by the way, Mr. El Hawkeye, that all your tweets is about in the kitchen pod. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for listening. And we love you. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks to anyone who listened. If you made it this far, we love you. Uh, go check us out on social media. Joey, his Twitter is JoeyBish5. Go give him a follow in the Kitchen Pod uh, on social platforms. We will see you next time.